So on today's show, I have a very special guest. You know him as the successor to the metal god Rob Halford between 1996 and 2001. We're talking about Tim Owens. He is now in KK's Priest, the one and only Tim Owens. Well, hey, I think I was in a little bit longer than 2001. I think it was like 2003 or four. Three, right? Yeah. Give me a couple more years, just a all few right, more. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. good, Mac. I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm really excited to have you on, man. It means a lot having you here on Sonic Norms, really. I'm good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just for starters, I'm listening to KK's Priest. The album's finally out, the debut album. It's um, you. There you go. Yeah, that's incredible. And you got, I mean, you're back in the fold in the, in the, the priest camp, so to speak, because you got KK working with you again. And I have to say, one of the first things that really caught me off guard, and I'm not saying this as a slight, is just how pristine your voice sounds. Yeah, well, I, I, I get lucky every now and then. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I was, uh, I've been doing a lot of singing lately. So, but, you know, it was, this is, it, this is, you know, you go into something like this and you get to sing, you know, when, when KK wrote the, the vocals for this record, he wrote it for me to sing. So it's cut, you're just going into something that's, that's ready for you. You know, it's kind of there. And, um, fortunately I still can, I can still sing and do it. You know, got my mid fifty. It is a little harder now in my mid fifties to do exactly what I want. The voice can be a little more stubborn some mornings, but, uh, but I appreciate it. Thanks for the compliment. I, I still try to sing as good as I possibly can. What, what I love too is um, you're singing these real, I mean, songs completely using your, your high voice. I mean, songs like the, the title track, like Sermons of the Sinner, for example, where you're singing most of that song entirely in that high voice. And uh, there's stuff on there that I go, wow, he, he didn't really sing like that on Jugulator, Demolition, the two records he did with Priest back in the day. Um, well, there was it. vocals. Here's the thing. Judas Priest has there most of the time they're a high note band. They were never a high singing band. You know, a few songs coming for vengeance. Uh, you know, but they were more of a, a high note band. They had high notes. So I think that was the big one. But when I did, uh, I think they wanted to sh show a bigger range when I was in Judas Priest. They wanted to show lows and heavy lows and highs and mids so there was all over the place you know you listen to songs like um uh bloodstained where it has that you know trust. you know it's still got it but it goes but i tell you what that's why when i went to beyond fear when i made my band beyond fear i wrote the song I like to sing high. I like to, but I like to do high notes and not sing. You know, if you listen to my band Three Trimmers with us, there's that's a lot of high singing in that. It's like shitloads of high singing. It's like, oh, I like to do a little bit of everything. I like to sing. I like to, my biggest influence was Rhonda James Dio. So I like to use that kind of register a lot. It's probably my favorite register singing. Yeah, I love the, I think the versatility that's on display, which is something that I think for Priest fans coming off of the two records you did with them, um, this is amazing. It, it sort of continues that traction. And 
um, if anything expands on it, because there's a lot of things that during your tenure in priest there, your voice was used in all these different ways. And I feel like this is just like a more matured uh, continuation of that. Well, I agree, but I, I think every record should be a little different. You know, I've, I've recorded so many records. I mean, shit, I've, I've recorded five records for people this past year. Um, and every one of them is a little bit different. So uh, I like I like to sing vocally. However, the album fits the record. You know, that's what's great about having a voice like mine is you can really do whatever you want with it. And uh, I call it like it's like being uh, being in a musical or something. You know, you're you're using your voice to, to fit things and characters Um so that this record, that's what we needed for this record. We needed the balls out, more of a straightforward. I don't show my whole versatility in this record, uh, in my opinion, because that this record needed me to just sing. If you hear me sing normal, that's pretty much what this record is. It's like just belting it out. You know, when you listen to Winter's Bane or, or you know, Ice Earth, that's basically what these these vocals are, you know. And that's what every that's what Judas Priest always was as well, you know. It just was every record was different. You sing the, you know, to whatever you do. What what was it like reuniting? I'm sure you've been asked this before plenty of times, but what was it like reuniting with KK? And what what did he, what was it like now having him in the room now versus uh, having him in the room before? And now having him more as like the guidance, you know, the mentor in this case, for because this is his project, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I've been doing this for so long now. Uh, now I just walk in and, and do it right vocally. You know, I'm so used to singing and, and now it's not like he just goes, here's OK, go ahead and sing. You know, that's <laughs> pretty much it. And I do it. But, you know, we're, we, we're friends. We've been friends just like I was with everybody in priest, we've, we've stayed friends. We might not be in contact all the time, but going in the studio with him was just like being with Ken, you know, you being with your bud, you kind of go in and do it. Uh, he, he lets me do my thing. Like he has the idea that he wants me to sing, but he's just pretty much do it and then add whatever you want to do because he knows that, you know, I've done a lot of recording in the last, 30 years and and uh you know people sometimes go yeah you sound like robbery you sound like this and it's like listen i've been singing for 30 years I, I i don't think there's anybody it sounds like me i sound like ripper owens and that's all he says but our attitude together is so fun you know when i was touring solo ken would always come out to my shows when i was within two hours or something he would always drive out bring a couple of cases of beer for the band and hang out um we stayed in touch and it was great, you know. We we get in the studio, have some tea, do a couple songs, have some more tea, you know. Wait till the end of the day so we can have a pint of beer and and uh, you know, it's just like, you know, it, it definitely doesn't seem anything different than when we were together years ago, you know. Was it more more of a? This sounds more like a relaxed experience than uh, was it more relaxed for you as a singer being in that room versus uh, what it was like back in the day. Well, it was, but not, you know, because it was still great. I, you know, there was I wanted to really uh, make sure I was doing things right the last time uh, years ago. Uh, 
and I didn't, and we were more or less writing the songs as we went along. There wasn't vocal guides. So it was kind of like, here's what you're going to kind of do. There was little vocal guys, but now you got to go do it. Um, now I, I've done it for so long that we just kind of know exactly what I'm going to sing like. So that's what made it easier. It's like, I mean, I could have, I do everything right here in my studio nonstop. I just record in here. So I could have done that. So I'm so used to recording now that I just kind of went right in and, and, uh, and did it, you know? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I've been at it for so long now. It's a little bit different going into, into a studio than it was before. You were trying to prove things as, as the new guy. Now I'm the old guy and I've done it for so long. So now you really don't have anything to prove anymore. You just go in and do what you do. And, and for those that don't know the story, I mean, it's, it's become part of metal lore, if you will. Um, your story is probably one of my favorite stories in the rock and metal world. I think it's a, it's one of those stories that makes you want to pinch yourself. Um, I'm sure you, that's exactly what you felt like, um, when you got selected to be the singer in Judas Priest, um, does, is that still something that you, you know, you wake up every day and you go, wow, like that, that happened. Well, I do because, uh, I think that the big thing is that happened and made me have a career, you know, I mean, and it wasn't something that I had, any, listen, I wasn't, everybody's like, you were in a Judas Priest tribute band. Well, I wasn't in that Judas Priest tribute band for a whole year. I quit that a year before I was in a Seattle tribute band when Judas Priest called me and to just get a call out of the blue, that's that you had nothing to do with. They're like, Hey, we saw a videotape of you. Um, it was amazing. And, uh, you know, Judas Priest was like my college, you know, once I did that and then, and then I became made, made myself work hard, be good so I could make a living out of it. But I, I still look back and think, you know, how, how crazy was it that that just, this was pre YouTube or pre anything like that. You know, this is a video. Someone got a video. It's like, uh, unbelievable. You know, I mean, it wasn't through management. It wasn't friends, you know, what it was like what was friends it was people i knew from rochester new york that videotaped it but then they ended up giving it to somebody i mean it's just a crazy story you know so i still think all the time that you know i i do more now than i even did in judas priest i tour more i go to more countries i you know do so many things because of judas priest because of making that band and, and the story of making it is uh it goes to show everybody that Whatever you're doing, especially now with you with YouTube and, and social media, whatever you're doing, make sure you do it at the best of your ability. You know, try to just make everything really good, you know, because anything can happen. It's great advice, man. And with that being said, uh, if you wouldn't mind enlightening me between the jugulator and the demolition records, do you have any favorite memories uh, during that that time period? that really stand out for you um between the records yeah just well overall really like uh in that era like in well, for each rep each of those two records do you have any moments that really stood out for you well i think probably being nominated for a grammy and going to the grammys was pretty pretty crazy uh i think when when i did a a show with my hometown crowd there in cleveland ohio i did a show and the mtv was there and it you know was was on uh kurt loader did a special on it uh but i think just uh the whole hanging out with them was amazing you know we were such friends and it, you know we were like a family it was really a great vibe 
I think that's the thing I miss the most. I always tell people it's not okay. Yeah. It could be the, you know, four star hotels or five star hotels. I'm definitely not in those anymore, but, uh, I think it was just being together, you know, we had a great time together. So I think, you know, recording demolition was so fun. I was at Glenn's house the whole time and we, we'd finish recording and go to, go eat dinner and go to a pub. We go to this place called crown and Sandy's and eat, you know, have a couple of pints and, and just a good, good time. You know, I mean, we became great friends and, and, um, I think that's the, the best part of it, you know, um, uh, you know, I'm the lead singer of Judas Priest. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, for me personally, I think just like you mentioned, uh, a little earlier, in the conversation, every priest record is so different from one another that to me, jugular and demolition being in that massive catalog really add to that versatility. And I love those records. Like for me personally, I think those records, if anything, they're even more special because in their own right, they are different from everything else. Uh, and even, well, and that, you know, so. Yeah. And I think what some people got to realize, you know, I was a big Judas priest fan. So I wanted to make sure I'm going to do something that, that I would have liked. And I know all priest fans are different. They like different eras. They, I mean, there's some people who don't like point of entry. I think point of entry is fantastic. Um, but that's just how, when you're a band like Judas Priest, you're not going to like every record. I'm not a lover of turbo, you know? Uh, but that's when you're a band like that, you're not carbon copy. And that's why I think my stuff, when someone says that's not like Judas Priest, I'm like, well, what, what exactly was Judas Priest? You know, I mean, what they, they, they're versatile, they change, you know, and you nailed it. I mean, it's when I listen to uh, one on one, you know, or, or hell is home. I think, man, this, you know, or bloodstained. I think this is great shit. I mean, it, if I was as a Judas Priest fan, uh, OK, it's not Rob singing it. Well, then let me put Rob in there singing these songs and and I would love them. So that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean. In particular, I think there's a lot of gems on there that I think people need to look back at at some point if they ever get a chance to revisit these records. Like uh, for me, songs like Subterfuge. Um, yeah. You know, that's kick ass to me. Yeah, Go there ahead. is. Subter Subterfuge is, is fantastic. I think, you know, my, I love Demolition a lot. Uh, like I said, One on One, Hell is Home, Machine Man, In Between. There's, this, I mean, a lot of great, great songs on both those records. Yeah, I think, I mean, I've, I've heard just from uh, reading in the past that the goal for Demolition was to kind of make a more refined, streamlined, classic sounding priest record where like as Jugulator was more of a hard hitting and more a little, a little bit more of a thrashier, more doomy sounding album in, in comparison, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted to put more, we, we really wanted to put more melody on, yeah. on uh, you know, uh, Demolition. Yeah, but fantastic records in their own in their own right. And I, I really hope they get reissued someday, Tim, because I think those are two records that need to be looked at again. And I think in yeah, retrospect, I, they've aged very well. I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, here's the point. They can re-release them. I won't get any money from them re-releasing it, but they will. And I just, you know, selling those records, put them out, putting those back out on vinyl, people would, would buy them. I mean, it's, I, you know, but they, they can do what they want. Well, hey, I, 
like I said, uh, I'm first in line for whatever, because I think those records have aged very well. And uh, I mean, I listen to them every now and then and then just to keep keep them fresh to my ears. And I go, wow, like these are fantastic records and they sound better now than they did back when they came out. Nice. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, are there um, any is this is something I like to ask of, let's just say, legacy artists such as yourselves nowadays. I mean, is there a particular moment in your career at this point that you consider the highlight or a proud moment, whether it be recording a a particular song or just a moment on tour, just something that's happened to you that you consider that moment for you, that proudest moment? Well, I really don't know. I mean, you know, obviously making, making Judas Priest was, was probably a highlight of, 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 uh, you know, and I think the reason it would be a highlight is because it's opened a door up for what I can do. I mean, I've, I've played with every musician. I became friends with, with every musician I grew up with, you know, I've jammed with them. Um, I keep making great music, you know, I keep putting out these albums and touring the world and that's because of, so it's almost like, I'd like to say everything that's happened to me is, is the highlight. But I mean, the, the biggest highlight has to be making Judas Priest. I mean, that has to be uh, a big highlight um, because it opened up everything I get to do. Right on. Is there, speaking of the future of music, and whatnot, is there something, are you still an avid listener of music? Is there something in particular that you're listening to nowadays that you consider to be um, the best thing out there right now? You know, I really don't listen to much to tell you. I think the reason is I'm in the studio doing my own stuff or I'm uh, listening to a set list that I got to get ready to go tour. I listen to uh, a lot of classic rock, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. I love that music here. I don't know why. When I'm in the gym, I listen to a lot of that, you know, and uh, love Stones and Beatles and, you know, uh, David Bowie and stuff. But I... I, uh, I just don't listen to a lot of when I'm in my car, I listen to a lot of sports talk, a lot of stuff like that, but it's usually because I'm getting ready for tours or doing stuff, you know? Um, not that I don't like it or anything. I just don't listen to a lot of other stuff. I mean, I listen to a lot of Dio. <laughs> so if I put on a rest record to listen to the whole thing, um, if I'm listening to my, my, phone in the itunes catalog i'll usually just hit single tune and hit shuffle so it just kind of goes through so one minute it's sabotage metal church judas priest maiden dio you know hey not to sidetrack here uh tim but dio wise is there a particular dio era that you are fond mm. of or, or God, a song that all, really it's all so good man i mean I, his voice is just it's just amazing to me. I mean, his voice, as the older I get, the more I go, oh, and, and I don't know, he's, he was so damn good. It's funny because you go, I love Sabbath. I love Rainbow. And then you go, oh, I love Sabbath, you know, the Mob Rules record and the Heaven and Hell. If I was trapped on a, a, an island, I would probably pick one of those two records to have if I had to have a record. But then you go, well, then the solo stuff is just unbelievable. <laughs> it's like... Uh, he's, I can't even pick one. I mean, it's, he's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, to me, for me personally, it's last in line. I love that whole record. I oh, mean, it's so it's, good. It's I mean, such a great record, you know, but then you put on some of these, 
his, some of his last records and it's like, man, they're so good. I mean, at the time people going, yeah, I don't know. And then you put it all now and it's like, man, everything, every record he does, it's, it's just like, I guess it's because that voice is so amazing. He did a record with Sabbath in 92 called The Humanizer. And that to me is. Oh, so good. It's that's so good. That's like his take on a classic Sabbath record. It's got like that doomy quality on it. I thought wasn't on Mob Rules or uh, Heaven or Heaven and Hell. It, uh, the production isn't the best on that record. And yeah. I think that's why people. But nowadays, I like the production more than I did then. I think it's because back then it was a refined sound, big drums, big clear. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. And uh, that record was a little muffled, a little. But now when I listen to the mix, I don't think exactly the same as I did back then, because it just sounds raw. And oh, uh, and that's a heavy record. Yeah, it's really doomy and brash. I, yeah. I, I, it kind of takes you back a little bit. You go, yeah, wow. You got to mean, takes a couple of listens. I, I is unbelievable, man. That song. That's my song, cool. man. <laughs> that's my oh, song. Yeah, so I love that. Song. I agree. Hey, but Tim, is there anything that, uh, your fans can look forward to any, I know you got for the future. I mean, outside of KK's priest, I know you got the three tremors record coming up. Anything we else? Three, three, we got the three tremors record coming up and we have a, a tour in November, December, November coming with three tremors. So we're going to be touring. So check out all of our pages, my, uh, you know, Facebook, Timmer Brown's official on Instagram and Twitter, but I've got a, a record being released with a band called pyramid. That's a, uh, Great record, you know, little prog metal, something different for me. Vocals are all over the place with this record. Um, I did a record which I'm signing today called Leviathan Project, which is just good, straightforward metal. I just had did with some friends. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. You could check out my my social media pages to see. Uh, I have a list of what I've done. <laughs> I've done so much. Uh, I can't remember a couple of them off, off the top of my head, but you can check it out. Yeah, I'm in the Orlando, Florida area, so if uh, I see you come around one of these days, I'd love to check out one of your shows, no matter who you're with. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, uh, Tim, I really, as always, I, I wish you nothing but the best success in all your projects. I love everything you've ever worked on. I think you got a, you got that um, that voice that keeps me coming back. Thank I'm you. always going to have that interest in whatever you're involved in just because of that voice. So I think you're one of the premier metal vocalists still to this day, and uh I wish you uh, continued success in all that you do. Thanks, buddy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So um, looking forward to the future. Maybe one of these days I can uh, we can have you back on Sonic Dorms. It would be an absolute pleasure. But thank you for taking the time to do this with me, Rand. It means a lot. So yeah, Max. You. Anytime, anytime you want, just give me a shout. We'll do it again. All right, Tim. Thank you. All the best, all right, Tim. Thank you. Later. Thank you. Thanks.